You're listening to the Driving Confidence Podcast for drivers who want to be calm and confident on the road. We will be sharing tips, stories and advice to beat driving nerves and anxiety and build your driving confidence. Whether you are just starting out as a learner or have had your driving license for years, if you want to transform how you feel about driving, this podcast is for you. Today's episode is taken from our new podcast, Driving Test Tips, which is based around the top 10 reasons that people fail their driving test. However, the content of the episodes isn't just for learner drivers, as we hope that it will help drivers who want to build their confidence, fill any gaps in their knowledge, or maybe have a light bulb moment while they're listening. So this topic is not moving off safely. Tell us a little bit more about this one. So in a previous podcast, I said you're moving off safely on your test. You're going to be asked to do it about four or five different times in different situations. So you're going to be moving away from the left-hand side of the road. And that's probably going to be about four or five times, which I've mentioned. One could be on a hill. One could be from behind a parked car. So you're doing what they call an angled start. One could be so that you don't block driveways. One could be when there's traffic behind you or a safe place to pull up on the left. You'll also be asked to pull up on the right-hand side of the road if that is the manoeuvre that you're going to get on your test as well. So again, this incorporates moving away after pulling up on the side of the road, or maybe even after you've stopped doing emergency stop as well. Yeah, okay. And let's face it, this is something you're going to do every time you drive. You can't drive without being able to move away safely. So this one's pretty important you're going to do this every time you drive yeah you can't get away from it and i suppose this is where it becomes important isn't it and so if you think of you're parked at the side of the road let's, let's give you an example where you're parked to the side of the road and there's a car in front of you so what you've got to do is you've got to move away from behind that parked vehicle and what you do is you check around there's you know there's nothing coming and you think it's safe to go so you move out around that parked car What happens in that situation is you can't properly see around that parked car. So as you move away, we need to do it slowly so that if there is a car coming towards you, you're not going to slow them down because the position of your car takes up more space because you need to move out and let the back of the car come past the parked car to move you back over again. Yeah, so you're sort of swinging, and the closer you are to the parked car, the more you're swinging, the tighter the angle is, and the more road you're taking up. So we need to make sure we do it nice and slowly, under control. And what we need to do is to make sure that there's no cars coming from behind, obviously, because we've checked. Yeah. But make sure there's no cars coming from in front. If there is, go at a speed so that you can stop. Allow that car to come past and then carry on again. Because again, if you carry on and you slow those cars down, that's it. You failed. Because you've caused another driver to do something they don't want to do. This one's interesting from a driver perspective. This isn't something I've thought about very much over the last few years. So I guess as somebody who has some connections with the driving industry, I'm one of those drivers who if I see this going on, I do slow down for the other person to give them room and space. And I guess I'm controlling my own safety and the safety of my car and my passengers here, as well as being 
terribly kind and courteous. <laughs> but yes, I hadn't thought about it. That you, if somebody else is making that manoeuvre, I shouldn't have to slow down for them. It should be them who match their driving so that I'm not affected at all. Yeah, because your car is going to swing out onto their side of the road. So in that instance, you are now on their side of the road and they have priority on that side. So if you think of it along those lines, it's like, oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, okay. I am still going to be kind and courteous and <laughs> slow down for people. I'm not going to stop just because I have priority. But No, um, but this is what it's about, you as a driver, recognising those hazards. But yes, this is uh, for you as a driver, make sure it's safe to move away from behind a parked car. And, you know, we mentioned about you're controlling your car for the oncoming vehicles. What might happen is you're in a test situation and basically what's happening is, like I said, you're going to be pulled over four or five different times on the left-hand side. And each time you just check your mirrors, you don't check your blind spots. And again, a lot of people say to me, well, what's the point of checking my mirrors? I can see what's happening behind me. But those blind spot areas are massive. We don't see driveways. We don't see people coming out, walking across the road. We don't see people walking on the left-hand side of us either that pull out, walk in front of us. So we need to make effective observations again. I'll mention that again. And this includes blind spots. This includes all around your car. Make sure it is 100% safe before you move away from that left-hand side of the road. It comes. It all comes full circle, doesn't it? Observations. How do you know it's safe? Exactly. And this, again, if you're thinking of one of your manoeuvres, we mentioned it earlier about pulling up on the right-hand side. And what happens is you go to move away from the right-hand side of the road this time. And again, there may well be an oncoming vehicle. But what happens is we move away anyway. And again, we've slowed someone down. It's slightly more awkward on the right-hand side because your vision is blocked out by the parked car. And that's the reason why you move back at least two car lengths. This gives you enough space to be able to see round that parked vehicle. What we need to do is we need to make those proper and effective observations before moving away from that right-hand side of the road to join the left-hand side. Again, if you're thinking another, it's not a maneuver, but it's an exercise that you may be asked to do, is an emergency stop. You can go through all the processes. You do the emergency stop, fantastic. The examiner says to you, whenever you're ready and it's safe to do so, drive on. And people go, right, okay. And all they hear is the last bit, drive on. So they're fantastic. They go into gear one. They get the biting point. They release the handbrake and off they go. And what they haven't done is they haven't checked all around them. They haven't done those blind spots and mirror checks before moving away. And that's one of the reasons, and there's, I'll give you a little story here. It's one of the things that you really need to do as drivers, because if it happens in real life, and this happened to us, we was near a school, uh, a child ran across the road to get his, to his mate on the other side of the road, and my student was fantastic, and stopped the car brilliantly. No harm done, handbrake arm, we secured the car, Okay, are you ready? Yeah, fine. Okay, so whenever you're ready and it's safe to do so, move on. So done the blind spot checked, we looked around, and just as we were about to move away, the mum of the child that walked out in front of us or ran up in front of us, 
she also ran in front of us now as well. So it's it's one of those <laughs> things that keep checking on a, an emergency stop. It's happened for a reason. Mum probably just saw what had happened and now worried about the child. They're not worried about you. So that's one of the reasons why you need to make sure you do these checks. Make sure you know what's happening all around, all the time. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And also because people behind you don't know what's just happened. So they might be trying to overtake you. And yeah, and certainly situations like that where there's just lots of people, lots of things. Yeah, just make sure it's safe. We hope you found that useful. If you did, don't forget to share it with others or leave us a review. You can find the other reasons that people fail their driving test in our spin-off podcast series, Driving Test Tips, if you'd like to listen to them all in one place. Search Driving Test Tips wherever you listen to your podcasts or find the links in our show notes or on our website, www.confidentdrivers.co.uk slash free tools. And so until next time, have a great day, whatever you're doing. Thank you for listening to the Driving Confidence Podcast. If you would like to access any of our free tools, go to confidentdrivers.co.uk forward slash free tools and begin to transform how you feel about driving.